What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is, well, I guess it's early, what, early Wednesday. Uh, I did the last podcast. Um, I guess I did the last podcast, you know, because the first one didn't work last week and it came out later, so I'm trying to get this thing back to early in the week. But uh, October 17, 2018, and you guys are listening to episode 300, wow, is it 376? Yes, 376. Uh, how the hell is everybody doing? I hope you guys are doing well, doing well in between shows. Um, and uh, I got a great one for you guys today. I just got back from Michigan. We were at the um, we were at the Dow in Saginaw where we performed, and then after that we went to Ann Arbor to see the uh, University of Michigan Wolverines play. Uh, Wisconsin, which was an absolutely insane experience. The big house was amazing. Uh, did some tailgating. Going to talk about, uh, yeah, I had a, I think I had a shitty flight. Definitely had a shitty flight, man. Rough landing on one of these things, dude. This dude, it was like a crash. Not even, can we hit the runway so fucking hard when we landed that everybody in the plane just like flew forward. I was waiting for an airbag. I was like, what's this guy doing? Um, I don't know if it was windy or whatever, but anyway, I'm glad I'm here talking to you guys now. Let's put it that way. Um, going to talk obviously about what's going on in the uh, NFL. Uh, going to talk about a movie that I finally did see. Going to talk about, um, uh, kids, how some kids are dicks and why they're dicks and why they're not and only children and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, obviously going to talk about the NBA season starting a little bit, uh, you know, doing unacceptable, see where we get, um, you know, I'm just trying to get as many, uh, you know, topics in and all that stuff before going into unacceptables. I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want repeat unacceptables. So please send me one if you haven't sent them in, but I'm just trying to stay away from the typical, um, you know, parking lot, bare feet, stuff like that. So I want to hear... Some really cool unacceptables and some, I mean, I'll read like if it's unique, but I just don't want it to be the same story that people have heard over and over again, you know, bathroom unacceptables and shit like that. I'm trying to take it, want to get it a little more uh, unique um, now. I just heard a story too, which I have to talk about a woman in Iowa killing her husband. So we're going to talk about that. A lot of stuff to get to, but first everybody, let's talk about the sponsors. Capper Network, go to Capper Network for the best Sports prediction website out there, okay? Uh, it is 100% free, and what you do is you pick it, you prove it, you profit. That's right. You make picks. You um, that's that's basically how it works. You choose either um, you know now it's MLB, NFL, NBA. They're always going to add stuff. I think they're going to add NHL and all that stuff. And uh, you make your picks. And you get ranked on a leaderboard, and you see what your overall record is. And me, I was running around, and I didn't have time to really sit and look at it, but I did Monday night, and I put five units, which is the most you could do, one to five units. I put five units on the Packers, and little did I know that the backup quarterback for the fucking San Francisco 49ers was going to turn into Johnny Unitas. Um, but... Capper Network is, like I said, it's a website where you go, you make your picks for any sport, you get ranked, you get up on a leaderboard, and if you get really good, people will buy your advice, or you can look at the leaderboard and make your bets based on their advice. You can also um, draft a capping team, which is the best handicappers on here. You can and, and use those guys to use them for picks to make your money. There's people here that have really great winning percentages. Mine has dipped now. I'm into the mid-40s. 
uh, and I'm going to get over the hump. I am going to get over the hump, okay? I did not realize what was happening with my Giants two years in a row. I've been wrong with this damn team. But go to Capper Network. Um, you guys, it doesn't matter what level you're at. If you just, you know, if you're just new and you just want to have fun and see what you would do, you know, what you would do if, if you pick the games. Just see. It's a lot of fun. And uh, like I said, you could get paid on your um, advice or your picks or you can just look at other people's. It's an awesome, awesome site. These guys are great. And uh, me and some listeners like Kelly Meyer, the Shakespeare shit himself, we're, you know, we go back and forth and talk about each other's picks and our records and stuff. And I want to do that with you guys. It's completely free. So check out CapperNetwork.com. And All Things Comedy, guys, the All Things Comedy Festival I will be at October 25th. Uh, and 26th, I will be co-headlining with Dean Del Rey and Joe Bartnick at the Tempe, Arizona Improv. I'll be doing a live podcast there at noon um, that Friday. Uh, Thursday and Friday, I'll be there. I come back on Saturday. So they're bringing in comedians like in two-day increments. So I'll be there the first two days. Um, but all things comedy, my special will be coming out. Um, there's going to be commercials for it on Comedy Central now. You're going to see a billboard of me in Times Square, which is insanely humbling and amazing. Uh, all starting, um, I believe, sometime next week. And it airs. Uh, now I believe it will be airing, um, I think, I'm almost 90% sure, 12.30 a.m. after midnight. It's late. 12.30 East Coast time, 11.30 Central time. So all of my fans on a Friday night, in the in the Midwest, have no excuse to turn to tune uh, tune into that. All things comedy's got great podcasts, albums, and all that stuff. So tune into them, uh, check them out. All of their uh, digital uh, web shows and all that stuff. Okay, moving forward, guys. Um, only children. I've noticed a trend. Okay, now I've talked about this maybe a long time ago once before, and I just wanted to do some backup study work on it, okay, I wanted to kind of really think about, you know, just really think about, like, if there is something to it, if it's the parent's fault, if it's the kid's entitlement, but, and I'm obviously not going to mention names, I had a handful of friends in high school that were only children, and I've just noted, noticed that only children, and, and some of these are great people, okay, I have great friends who have one kid, and a lot of them, I really do. I have a bunch of I have a bunch of friends that have one kid, and they're great people. I had a roommate from from Boston who's got who has had one kid. Great, like I I know a lot of people that have one kid, and the kid is great, and they're great. But I've noticed that either either parents that favor one kid or only have one kid, that kid is just way more difficult and different than somebody with with um with others. I see it. You can just see it. You see it with adults. You see it with kids. And I guess it's one of two reasons. One, they really never had any other point of reference other than it just always being about them. So you can't really blame them. And the other is that the parents may be fucked up because they either couldn't have another kid or didn't have another kid and all of the attention and they're to blame. Nonetheless, they just, I think, a little more difficult people than, than people that grew up with siblings. If I'm wrong, please write me. I've just noticed that. I was, uh, you know, talking to somebody and just thinking about through the past and through the history of, of you know, friends in high school, even junior high school, now adults, and just seeing it, I'm like, wow, it's a different type of person. And if you're one of two and you're either the one that was favored or... You're the one that 
that was not favored and you're the one that you felt second, let me know. Like I want to find out because I find that really interesting. And the psych, psych, you know, the psychological, I guess, uh, benefits and damages, you know, and damage that that can be. You know, because on one hand, you could feel loved and great. And on the other hand, you're just like, it's not about me. It never was about me. And then you get bitter and you take that shit into life. I think shit like that is interesting because all of our actions, all of our behavior definitely have to do with, you know, I mean, look, when Mike Tyson uh, got with Customato, for you people that don't know, Mike Tyson grew up, you know, living a criminal life in Brownsville, Brooklyn. He was on really a bad path and, um, you know, then he went with his family. He went up to the Catskills, New York, and uh, Customato, rest his soul, was a legendary boxing trainer, trained him. And while he was training him, he just built him back up. You're great. You're the best. Nobody's going to beat you. You're amazing. And he, like, built him up. So, like, he kind of broke him down at first to find out, like, where he was, and he built him up. I just think that there's really interesting shit to that, you know. And then there's just selfish pieces of shit. You know, then you just have somebody that just their parents raised them. It's all about them. You know, no like, you know, cut the shit, you know. So basically you can have somebody that was favored or an only child that has a great parent, but they they just suck. They just think it's always all about them and stuff. And I think those are the people that like the parents really need to really like go hard on. And uh, I guess it's hard to go hard on your only child, you know. Um... This whole idea of like hitting your kids. Well, you know, back in my day, we hit the kids. And it's like, yeah, back in your day, you also raised your hand to women. You know, you, it, it, things weren't as equal. Like, I, so as much as people say like back in the day, you know, like I got to tell you something. I had friends that their father would take their belt off, make, make them, you know, put their hands up on a wall or do some shit and just brutally beat their ass and legs until it was red or bleeding and the kid couldn't sit down. Like I had friends that feared their fucking father, you know, with like, and, and the father would use like a, basically a weapon to beat the fucking shit. Like, I don't give a shit who you are or like how much you think that that works. That's just a, like, that doesn't work. And a lot of those kids that, that I knew that did that, some were okay. And some weren't, it's like a 50, 50 crapshoot. I'm not going to pull my kid's pants down and start whipping the shit out of him with a belt and have him go to bed having memories of me like that. Fuck that. And anybody go, oh, that's why these kids are soft. Dude, my kid is not soft. My kids are not soft. My kids get disciplined. My kids get, you know, told, hey, don't do that. Yeah, of course they're a little more spoiled. I want my kids to have shit that I didn't have. Dude, my kids, my, yeah, you listen, when you grew up with less and then when you, when you get older, you have a little more, you want your children to feel kind of things that you wish you would feel. And and maybe sometimes that doesn't make them a little, you know, not weak, but maybe softer a little bit in that sense, you know, where it was like, I remember, you know, being in a store and be like, mom, can I have that? And sometimes she would get it. I wanted fucking He-Man figures. I wanted He-Man figures and shit. So I'd be like, dude, can I get this? This is like a new villain. And my mom would be, I didn't say dude. I didn't call my mother dude. But I would be like, can I get this? And she would be like, yeah, okay. And I would be psyched and my day would be made. And then there would be sometimes she said, no, no matter what, you're not getting it. And I would lose my fucking mind. Because like that was the, the character. That was the guy that I didn't have and I wanted it. And, uh, you know, now if my son or daughter really, really wants something, I'll be like, all right, you got to do this, this and that and kind of earn it. But I'll get it for you or I'll get it and then I'll give it to you when you earn it. But 
I still want them to have stuff. But my kids are not, my kids are not going to be, would not be any different if I, I got to tell you something right now. If my fucking father or mother, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody in here that this happened to. I really, I don't mean any disrespect. But knowing me and my mind and the way that I am and the way that I grew up and probably why I'm a comedian, I can't really, my memory is insanely good. I I definitely get resentful. I definitely, you know, sometimes hold some grudges. And I think my memory of horrible shit that that happened when I was younger um, is part of the reason why maybe I do what I do now. Uh, But I, dude, if my dad or mother, I remember one time my, my mother, I think she hit me with a vacuum. Um, but I think going back and remember, I think I really deserved it that time. My mother used to also pull my hair, believe it or not. I know I have, you know, a shaved head now, but, uh, you know, cause of the whole balding and all that shit. But I'll tell you something. Um, I remember when I had a fucking mop on my head, my mother dragged me across the floor one time. You know, my Greek grandmother used to chase me around with a wooden spoon and shit while I was hysterical laughing. Stuff like that is one thing, but if your mother or father, you know, just like took off their belt, like wrapped around, like, all right, you know, pants down and beat the fuck out of you until you were bleeding or couldn't sit down and then you went to your room crying the rest of the night, dude, that would have really made me like that would have made me a really angry, bitter person. And I'll take it a step further. A lot of these fucking serial killers, not that your kid's going to be a serial killer, but a lot of these serial killers or people that have like acts of violence have gotten beaten. So then that now they go out and do that. So I think it's a slippery slope, man. I'm not saying if you smack the kid a little bit or if you spank the kid and put, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about these people that are like, you fucking beat them. All right. It's like, no, you don't do that. Okay. That's, that's not the fucking way to do it. And I would never do that to my kids. Um, but I have seen some kids. I've seen some kids that are my, my, uh, oh man, there's a couple of friends of my children that I'm like, man. He or she needs a fucking rap in the mouth hard. You know, a quick little, just a quick little fucking, just a bink, like right in the chin, right in the fucking jaw, just to shock them. And then like shit like that, or like a good spanking, or you know, even a nice hair pull, that shit is okay. But the whole beating up and smacking around, like that's, that's fucked up. And I think that that leads to problems. So let me know, right into, uh, unacceptables for TVE if like if you're an only child if you've noticed it if you were favored and all that stuff um there's nothing more sad than an adult who was trying to get acceptance from their parents and they fucking favored another sibling and they can't get over it that's brutal that exists um and that's not gonna be my kids you know because I can tell you this both my kids love my wife more (laughs) And uh, I love them equally. No, like my kids want their mother. You know, my son was sick this week. He had a little stomach virus and all that stuff. And when it got really bad and he was uncomfortable, he wanted his mother. When he was just like uncomfortable a little bit and had some pain and wasn't really feeling great, he wanted to hang with dad. But when it got to the point where he was like, man, I may have to go to the doctor. Something needs to be done about this. He wanted his mother. My daughter, I thought was going to be opposite. She's even more. I mean, if me, if there was a gun pointed at me or my wife and my daughter had to make a choice, I do not have a fucking chance. My daughter would look at me and go, bye, daddy. I mean, I, it wouldn't even be fucking close. That's how nuts it would be. Um, I know it's a horrible thing to say, but listen, the mother's the mother. 
Um, I heard a story, guys, that I have to talk about on the show today. Okay. Uh, sorry if you heard the air come on in the house, but we got some shit. We have some fucking chimney guy coming. You know, God forbid a week goes by where some stranger doesn't knock on my door. Hey, I'm here for the this. Yeah, I'm here for the that. It's like, dude, it's a, been a brand new house since 2010. Everything has been redone. What do we need here? What do we need? Just yeah, fix the heating thing quick. Like, just fucking leave. Can't you do it from the outside? The oil people do it from the outside or whatever. Can't we fucking, you know, my wife will be like, oh, 6 o'clock, the chimney guy's coming. Chimney guy. We just had the chimney redone. We just got the roof redone. Like, what? There's always somebody. There's always somebody coming in looking at something. All right. Now, this is a story that I'm not making up, but uh, I heard this, um, and uh, it's true. An Iowa, an, an Iowa woman. Well, let me clarify. I, I heard that this is true, okay? I heard that this is true. All right, but an Iowa woman here, it says on CBS uh, News 10, okay? Now, there's a, another thing saying that it's not real, and uh, but two... Bless me. Thank you. Uh, there's another thing here saying that it's not true, but this is an official news site, uh, news channel, uh, News 10. Iowa woman charged after detonating plastic explosives in cheating husband's anus. Okay? Now, I'm reading the one that says it's true, and then afterwards it says it's a hoax, but this is a legit, um, this is a legit news site that I'm on. And also somebody else told me, oh, did you hear about it? So... 43-year-old Iowa City woman, okay, has been charged with homicide after a brutal, a brutal crime involving her 49-year-old husband, who she had recently discovered had been having an affair with a, uh, a much younger woman. The wife, who is being held in custody, is believed to have sourced plastic explosives through an online dark web retainer that only accepts payment from uh, a cryptocurrency. According to the investigators, she made the purchase after discovering her husband was cheating. The woman was enraged to find her husband had been having an affair for several years with a 24-year-old woman uh, uh, he'd met through an online sugar daddy dating website. The wife was devastated and decided that to get her revenge, she would seek a very unusual method. A search for her computer revealed she purchased a small quantity of plastic explosives from a site on the dark web. Uh, we believe that she drugged her husband with sleeping pills to sedate him so uh, she could put her plan into action. <laughs> it is, and I don't mean to laugh. If this is true, like, you know, it's horrible. Uh, it is alleged that the woman inserted the plastic explosives into the anus of her sleeping husband before detonating them remotely. Investigators found a webcam in the debris, which they believe she used to watch her husband explode. Uh, the husband died instantly in the explosion, which was loud enough that a neighbor in a nearby house called 911, leading investigators to the gory scene. The woman's name is being suppressed until the man's next of kin have been contacted. See, I don't know, but it's on, it's on News 10. It's on CBS News 10. But then there's another one that says that it's, it's, uh, it's fake news and that it's a hoax. So I don't know. Let's hope to God and pray for this man and his family that that is not true. Okay, uh, that is absolutely there. I mean, is there, I mean, other than getting set on fire or a snake swallowing you whole, um, maybe a shark attack, having an explosive 
uh, buried in your ass while you're sleeping and out cold and then just fucking blowing up from the remote of the woman you married is, I mean, that's arguably, I mean, it's a conversation piece at the next gathering, but what the fuck, man? But they didn't mention any names. Um, they didn't mention any names, so I'm hoping to God that it's fake. Okay? I'm really hoping to God that this is not something that actually happened. Um, and it's like, just shoot him. You know, just shoot the guy in the fucking head. And, you know, or, or like, what do you, I mean, think about that. It's like, you're going to lengths like that? Like, who goes to that length? To go on some dark website and use, you know, certain currencies so nobody could find out. And then you get these elect, you get these plastic explosives. And what kind of talk about, like, it doesn't get more premeditated than that. How about confronting him on it and like talking, you know, I think it's just funny. That's what makes me think there's no way it could be real. And let me know if any of you guys know if this is real or not. Because I, I mean, look, how do I not talk about this? A guy's sleeping and his wife sticks explosives up his ass and then has a remote with a cam on it. So she probably, so what was the camera? Just up his ass, just in his colon? She giving this guy a fucking colonoscopy? And, and she just looks and just hits the button and then just sees him blow up into pieces. I mean, it's, it's, it's gotta be wrong. If it's not wrong, it's absolutely awful. Um, but yeah, dude, that is just, you know, (laughs) I remember I had a friend who was a comic years ago. I think he's doing it again, but he goes, he took a break for a while. He's doing it again. Uh, funny comic is dude named Bill Scully. He's really funny. And he goes, have any of these guys, <laughs> it was like, I think it was after Lacey Peterson, rest her soul, Scott Peterson. He's just like, have any of these guys heard of divorce? And it's true. It's like, you know, it goes for women too. It's like, okay, he's cheating on you. He's going to sugardaddy.com. He's got much younger women that he's paying for everything. Absolutely. It's outrageous. You know, you have kids. It's an awful piece of shit thing to do. There are so many other ways. Like, how about, I mean, my wife would probably... If that was ever me, which it never would be, because one, I would never be a sugar daddy, and B, I love my wife. I probably should be reversed. A, I love my wife. B, I would never be a sugar daddy. Anyway, if that should ever happen to me, and I came home, here's what would happen. My wife would probably send my kids to like someone's house, and she would probably just punch me dead in the face, throw my computer at me, my clothes would be outside, and it would be a big shit show fight, and I would be the piece of shit, and I'd fucking move out. But, like, she wouldn't, like, lay down, poison me, and then stick an explosive up my ass and then become a premeditated first-degree fucking murder felon. Like, that, that's, I just don't understand that. I'm hoping to God for this, for the legacy of this man. For the legacy of this man, who's 49 years old, he lived almost half a century, and that's his legacy. You know, how'd John go? <laughs> well... <laughs> Light your cigar and get a scotch because you're not going to believe this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, I mean, to blow someone up from the asshole is, (laughs) there's no way. You know, there's a couple of these stories. The guy who fucked an alligator because it snapped at his foot. So he fucked an alligator or something like that. Like, that was out there in Florida. There was the other one of the teacher taking a shit on the desk of her boss. Or an employee taking a shit on the boss's desk after she won the lottery. You know, she just squatted and shit. Like, you never know. 
Some of like that one you hope is true. You know, the guy fucking the alligator, even though it's not great for the alligator, that one is one that you hope is true. Just because that's the funniest vengeance ever. That like, yeah, yeah, man, this alligator tried to snap my foot, but I fucked it, man. Like that is ridiculous. I think it said it also was playing rap music while he was fucking it to uh, to like make him torture him even more because that's how racist this guy was, which is another hilarious thing. You hope to God that a story like that is true. You hope to God that the lady shit on the boss's desk after she won millions and never had to go there because you're thinking, wow, this guy was an asshole, didn't treat her right, didn't pay her right, shit on her. That's a great, great story. This one is too much. You just can't. You can't, um, you know, you, you just, there's, that's just probably the worst thing ever. And I don't think there's any way that you're not going to feel, even if you're drugged or pilled, like if I was drugged or pilled and something was entering my ass, I mean, I think I'd have to be, I mean, how fucking, how out of it and out cold would you have to be to have something rammed up your ass where you didn't feel it? You know, like I said, I've had a prostate check doctor put one or two fingers in my ass and like squeezed it a little bit and it was fucking pressure okay I mean if I took a punch to the face from Roy Jones Jr. and was out cold and then two fingers went up my ass my body would do so I would feel something something would be going on you know I don't I don't understand it's like oh I drugged him and then shoved it up his ass I'm hoping is this thing fake anyway let me know if you guys know about it one news channel said it is one said it's not um but there were no names so I'm hoping for the um I'm hoping that it's it, that it's not real. Um, guys, I think I'm done with gambling. I just am. I just I just can't do it anymore. Just the stupid, unrealistic, delusional thoughts of gambling. Like that's why Capper Network is so great because you can just get ranked with your predictions and your sports knowledge and get better. And you could see who's winning and maybe do the best educated guess possible to do a gamble here and there. Or you could get so good that they'll pay you. I get that. But this whole idea of like knowing what's going to happen. For example, the San Francisco 49ers go into Monday Night Football at Lambeau Field with a backup quarterback. The Packers need a win desperately. The point spread is nine. Um, it looks like the, the 49ers are just, you know, going to have to just wait till Jimmy G gets better and, you know, just go on like that and, 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 you know, just have a bad year and win a few games and that's it. And, and with Aaron Rodgers and them being in the thick of it and needing a win desperately, like they'll win by 10 points. And of course they don't because the backup quarterback of the fucking 49ers turns into Johnny Unitas all of a sudden. This guy's throwing darts all over the field like a starter, you know? And it's just like, what am I doing this for? Seriously, like, it's just so stupid. And they go, oh, I'm only down two touchdowns. We're seven minutes left. All right, all right, we'll get four touchdowns and I'll fucking cover. And it's like, it's not going to happen. You know what's going to happen with the bet. Unless something crazy happens at the end, you pretty much know if your bet's going to hit by the second quarter, just by the way the teams are playing. Then you sit there, you stress through it. Even if it's no money, you just stress through it. And it's like, it's not fixed, but it's just, it's. there's a reason. Do you realize how unbelievably stupid the half a point is? Do you know how much, how criminal that is? Yeah, the point spread's three and a half. That Vegas and these bookies and these line makers could just add a half of a point. Oh, but you could get rid of it if you buy it for more. And then if you lose, the juice goes up and you got to pay more on the VIG. 
which is basically the bonus they get for you losing. It really is the most ridiculous thing. And I've fallen for it too many times. I really have fallen for it. Oh, seven and a half. Well, they should win by 10. And then all of a sudden it's seven and you're fucked because of a, 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 a half a point, which doesn't even exist. It's, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't do it, man. I think, like, it's, you know, the Buffalo Bills, really, they go in against a great defense in Minnesota and everybody in the world, you know, and and, and isn't it funny that the bookies say wherever the money's going, where everybody's betting, go the opposite way? That's just weird to me. I don't know. Bill Burr made fun of me because I texted him. I The text was, here's a text exchange. This is actually pretty funny. Uh... There was a text exchange, and I said, I'm done gambling, maybe. And then he sent three faces of the uh, emoji crying laughing. And I said, very rarely from now on. And he said, funniest text you've ever sent. And he said he read it out loud, and everybody started laughing wherever he was. Um, Look, I like a little action, and I don't think I'm ever going to 100% not do it. But this whole thing of, like, betting multiple games and three-team teasers, it's just... It really is silly. You know, if you knew it, you, you know, why would you have another job? If you if you could just win all the time, it's just you're not going to win. You're just not going to win. It's so stupid. It's just, it's like, I'm done with it. I'm going to pick the game or two, maybe a game a week, maybe a game every two weeks that I absolutely love. You know, but then again, but then you had the Giants. You had the Giants season on the line, okay, ready to go. Eagles are coming in. They had that great comeback against the Carolina Panthers. They're at home now. Even though they lost that game to the Panthers with a 63-yard field goal, you'll take that. And then to go in and play lifeless and to hear Troy Aikman and Joe Buck do the game and Troy Aikman go, this is hard to watch. The defense is just walking around. It was awful. The Eagles just ran down our throats, beat the shit out of us, embarrassed us. Odell walking through the tunnel again, shaking his head again. And it's like, that's a game you have to win. There's money lost. And you know what? You can't bet with your heart either. I don't know, man. It's just stupid. You know, baseball is the one thing that I don't think is fixed. You know, I think there's too many guys to do it. I think, yes, you can have an umpire... You know, you could have an umpire who's a little weird or whatever, but you know what? Strikeouts are strikeouts. Catching the ball is catching the ball. You know, a pitcher being dominant is going to be dominant through the game if they have their shit. You know, somebody hitting a 400 and something foot home run, you can't really dispute that. So I'm not saying that umpires can't make shitty calls or, or you know, be manipulated maybe and sway one way or the other. I'm sure that that happened. I'm sure that that has had, you know, that has happened. But. NBA is five guys, you know, a three-pointer called back and a technical foul and the whole game flips. Boxing is such a joke, it's not even worth talking about. Any kind of fight is not worth talking about, um, you know, because that's, of course, that, that could be fixed, you know. And football, football, as many, you know, people say, oh, well, there's a lot of people in football. You know how easy it is to fix football, though? You know, football, you could have a monster, monster 70-yard play. And the guy just got a flag, take it back. Matter of fact, it's a 15-yard penalty on the team that did it. So now not only do you not get the 70 yards, you're 15 yards back. And it could just be like that, you know. And it's different than baseball because baseball, the, the rules are kind of a little more more simple. You can't, 
You're not really going to get a home run called back if it's fucking in the third deck. You know, things like that. So, um, I think that, and not to be a conspiracy theorist, but I think that, uh, I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast. I'm not going to say this on the podcast because it's about the government, about other things. But as far as sports, I will say this. I think that um, there are definitely things that are, you know, manipulated and that there's a reason, you know, look, somebody knows something. The Sam Rothsteins of the world, if you know the movie Casino, that shit exists. There is somebody right now in Vegas, in a suit, in a room, breaking down what's going to happen in the NBA this week and the NFL, and they're fucking going to be right or really close to it. That's crazy. I want to know what those guys know. That's all that I'm saying. Um, I saw the movie Solo, everybody, for you Star Wars fans. I saw Solo, and, uh, you know, I gotta say, I was kind of pleasantly surprised. It started out a little slow, but, um, I like how the origin of, um, Han meeting Chewbacca was feed him to the beast, and Chewbacca was like a captured Wookiee. Who was just gonna fucking kill him, just like beat him to death or whatever, or you know, eat him. And uh and then all of a sudden Han spoke Wookiee, which I didn't, you know, know that he did. And then so you got to see how they became friends that way. You got to see, you know, how he, you know, he got the Millennium Falcon and all that shit. Um, you know, meeting Lando Calrissian, who uh by the way, Donald Glover, man, shout out to childish Gambino, Donald Glover, that dude's a beast, man. That kid is talented. That guy could act. He can write. You know, he's, uh, yeah, he's really talented. But I thought he was great as Lando Calrissian. He even got, like, his voice down and all that. So, uh, yeah, like, I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed the certain scenes. And any time, like, you know, a couple scenes I, I could have done without. You know, I could have done without the, you know, gigantic octopus in the middle of space trying to grab the ship as they were flying. I could have done without the octopus or the whatever the fuck that thing was trying to bite them. Um, you know, a couple of other things I could have done without, but for the most part, I thought it was cool. I thought Woody Harrelson's character was cool in it, and uh, I just thought it was good also how you got to see how, like, Han Solo was able to talk his way out of things, or how, you know, his attitude was and stuff. Um, didn't look like Harrison Ford that much, but, um, yeah, I liked it. I would say, uh, if you didn't see Solo and you're a Star Wars, I'm sure if you're a Star Wars person, you did see it, but I'm a Star Wars person. I didn't get around to it. I didn't see it in the theaters, and but I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. And uh, did I start to watch something else? I did. What was the other movie that I saw? I saw, um, or did I talk about this on the, no, I think I did talk, I, I think I saw that, and then I saw Solo, and I think I started watching a documentary that I didn't finish. But uh, I liked it. I didn't know, and, and also I never knew Chewbacca was 190 years old back back then. So I don't know how old he was. I mean, so he's probably, he was over 200 years old. So I didn't know that. Uh, for people that aren't nerds or didn't like the movie, I probably lost you, but whatever. You know, I, I just had to talk about it. It's a movie that I saw. Uh, what else should we talk about? Oh, Kanye West is crazy, everybody. Isn't that something? Isn't that amazing? That's right. Kanye West is crazy now. I put a little tester out there on Facebook. Some of you might have saw it, some of you not. I took it off. I was at the airport, okay, and I was going to Michigan. And on my way to Michigan, uh, 
whatever I was, I was going to Detroit, I just put something on there that said, you know, um, Kanye West is, you know, Kanye West is crazy or yeah, Kanye West is crazy now now because he likes Trump but he wasn't before and all this stuff and and you know some people were like oh you know I, I said something else just basically like it's a little fucking dangerous to call somebody crazy just because now I'm not saying Kanye West doesn't have his issues and I'm not saying it but it's just funny how before Kanye West was supporting Donald Trump before he was and I'm not saying guys you know that you know I don't support I'm not a I'm an independent I didn't vote for Trump and I, I didn't vote for Hillary and whatever I don't I think I don't I'm not a big fan of Kanye West so there you go all of it but it's just kind of funny to me how, you know, this guy likes, you know, this guy likes him and this guy, you know, believes in the president and likes him. And it's totally his prerogative. It's totally his, his, if he wants to do that, he has every right to do that. And it's like, oh, this is sad. This is awful. He needs help. Somebody help him. Someone put him in a hospital. And it's like, aren't, I don't understand. Like, let's just say he is a little fucked up. And have, but, but here's the other thing, guys, like. I have I have mental health issues. I think a lot of people have mental health issues. I suffer from OCD, the thoughts. I I suffer from depression and anxiety. Okay? I have a, does that mean that does that mean that if I said that I like the president, does that mean that all of a sudden it would be oh, comedian Paul Verzi's fucking crazy and all of a sudden but you know, half of the fucking people in the United States on the left side are just going to hate me and think that I'm crazy or could it be that yeah, maybe I do go through my issues but I believe what this guy is saying and I don't want to be bullied out of it. So it just seems to me it's such a hypocritical double standard. That yes, maybe the guy has problems, but to publicly, oh my God, he needs help, put him away or whatever. This guy's fucking as loopy as whatever. Oh my God, did you hear him rant? Did you hear him say that? How about if you really do feel that way, you know, if you really do feel that way, instead of publicly bullying somebody, which that is, which, oh, isn't that what people are against? You know, isn't that, isn't that what like the left really tells the right to not do is to not bully or gang up or exclude and instead of being more caring and understanding you know so and i'm not saying the right doesn't do it because i'm sure there are people you know on the right that would do the same thing you know that's all the everybody that's the thing we just live in a time where everything's fucking crazy now everybody's everybody's crazy if they don't like something and it's that dave Chappelle shit where he just was not happy with what was going on with Comedy Central. He didn't like it, so he just packed up. And he went on a vacation to Africa, and it was like, oh, he went crazy. That's just dangerous. Now, that being said, Kanye West definitely says some crazy wild shit. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not a big... And that song, that poopity doopity scoopity fucking... What, I mean, that's like one of the worst things I've ever heard. So I'm not saying... <laughs> okay, I want to make this very clear. I'm not saying that the guy is not having, you know issues or you know I think somebody said he admitted he stopped taking his medicine I'm not saying that however uh just to just everybody just like piling on and piling on and saying this and saying that and tv shows and tv shows that he was on and you know now turn on him and and all kinds of things and, and but yet they want him back for ratings and tmz it's just a really shitty thing that's all that's all I wanted to say um you know but anyway, that's that's the only thing because, of course, I had to take it off Facebook right away because as soon as I said that, you know, somebody even went as far as to say, yeah, Paul, good stand, good stance on being middle of the road. You're never going to get anywhere being like middle of the road or like understanding either side. Think about that for a second. Really? 
Really, you fucking dopes? I'm not going to get anywhere from thinking on the other side. Why? Just because I think that if everybody communicated and sat and talked to it, you'd fucking get somewhere instead of all of a sudden this group saying that those people are crazy and that group saying that this people are crazy. That's why this country's so fucked up and divided. Yeah, how dare you be level-headed and think of everybody? How dare you try to be middle of the road and get both sides? It's like I'm not trying to get both sides on my side with anything. I just made a point. Calling somebody crazy publicly when the whole world is doing it and shit like that is just a little fucking, it's just, a, I think it's a dangerous thing. That's all. Because it, then, then it becomes anybody who disagrees, are they crazy? Anybody who acts away, that, that's my fucking point. And you know what? I would never back down from that point. It's a great point and it's an honest fucking point. Really is. You know? Uh, as great as people are, some of them are just, some of them are just the fucking worst. Um, you know, and then when I was done and I just started getting out of control and people saying this and half the people agreeing and then other people starting to get nasty and people going at me, I just put on there, I said, well, that was a good test. And I just took it off just to kind of see where we were, you know, just to see where everything, uh, every, you know, just to see where you stand. Do that. You guys should do that. You know what you do? Make, say something you really feel on Facebook. What's the worst that's going to happen? couple of family members and a couple of friends aren't going to like it or agree with it without taking a stance or anything like that. Just kind of say something level-headed and see. And you know what's going to happen? I will, I bet money. See, there you go. I'm gambling again. I can't help it. I bet you that when that shit happens, you're going to have a lot of support and then you're going to have the couple of people who just say something that just ruin your fucking next three hours. I unfollowed somebody. That's the best feeling in the world unfollowing somebody on Facebook is, it's like this, it's like a silent divorce that you never have to talk about, that you don't have to get a lawyer for, that you don't have to lose kids or half of your shit. It's, it's an amazing thing. Um, unfollowing somebody, I got to write that down. Unfollowing someone is one of the most powerful feelings you get because it, it goes from like, it goes from this like, what's this asshole saying? They don't even know what they're talking about. This guy always goes at me. This woman always goes at me. This woman is never understanding. It's always one-sided. And then you just go, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't have to unfollow. And then you just realize you're never going to ever see their feet again. And unless you run into them out in public, which the chances are slim to none, you know, it's over. It's the most unfollowing somebody on social media is one of the freest, most amazing feelings ever. I remember there was one woman who I put a post, and maybe I was a dick, but I just put a post saying, like, none of you people matter. You're all stupid. What are you talking about? You think you matter. You think your post really matters or something like that. And this woman just came back and was like, you know, I don't need to, you know, like, I don't even think you're this and that. And then she was like, I don't even think you're funny. And, and you're this and that. Like, you know, she like, so she basically didn't like a point that I made socially. And then she went at me and started attacking my profession, started attacking me as a comedian and stuff. And I get that. That's what children do. You know, um, and maybe she doesn't think I was funny, but just the way like that she went there. And then somebody goes to defend me. Somebody goes, yeah, well, then why are you following him? And she was like, oh, good point. Goodbye. And you know what? That was her right. I probably drove her nuts with my logic and being down to earth and being reasonable and not being a one-sided douche like her. Okay, so that probably drove them nuts, drove her nuts. 
but it was her right to unfollow me. So now she doesn't have to hear my reason and logic anymore. Uh, she can just go back to her angry mob of unhappy people who can't accept anything and are upset all the time. You know, and that's her right. But I got to tell you, I went to I went to this guy's Facebook and just every single thing was the same. It was just predictable. Yup, he's not happy about that. Yup, this bothers him. Yup, okay, I bet you he's not going to let you up and the whole fucking thing. And I just unfollowed it and I never see it anymore. And it is, I mean, do it. You got that friend? You got that friend on there? Or that fucking family member who's always negative or always says something? Just get rid of it. Because it is so nice to just say, Oh, I don't see you on Facebook anymore. Yeah, I'm rarely on there. I'm rarely on there. I don't really, you know. I'm rarely on there. And in your mind, you're like, Oh, God, I love that. I love that I'm not a part of anything you do anymore. You fucking negative Nelly. All right, guys. I got a funny story I want to talk to you guys about. I want to talk to you guys about this uh, Ann Arbor trip. We tailgated, okay, and um, a lot, of, a couple funny things happened out on this trip. We laughed. By the way, shout out to Joe Bartnick, Bill Burr, uh, our great buddies Willis and Al. They came out, uh, and this is kind of a tradition that we do. There's always like one or two other people here and there, but that's like the main, that's kind of the starting five. Me, Bill, um, Bartnick, Al, and Willis, okay? And we just started this thing a few years ago, and we just kind of, you know, it's even if we don't see each other all year, it picks right up. You know, it picks right up. It's basically a two-day vacation from everything to, you know, hang out, drink, watch football, go to a football game, and we'll do a show, you know. And um, this year we picked, obviously, Ann Arbor, the big house, to see Michigan play. And we're all staying at this hotel like 20 minutes from, from the big house. And it's a nice hotel, but I walk in my room and the fucking lights don't work. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, well, my unacceptable for the week? This is, I'm sitting there like talking to myself like a crazy person, saying shit like, well, it sure is in the four seasons and, and this and that and all kinds of shit. And I'm like, you know, I'm pissed off. So then like I'm in the bathroom and the bathroom light's not going on. I'm flicking it up and down and there's one little night light. And I literally, like the morning of the game, I had to shower in the dark. The bathroom was dark. So I had to like open the door to get any kind of light that would go into the bathroom and a nightlight. And I'm showering in the dark and then I go downstairs. And as I go downstairs, um, I'm just thinking about how pissed I am and we're talking. And I'm just like, man. And I go down and I tell those guys, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm showering in the dark you know, this fucking hotel, the lights don't even work, and they all just start laughing at me. And Al goes, Paul, you got to put your card in the slot, and it powers everything. And they all just started laughing at me, and I was like, oh, my God. So then later, of course, the night that it didn't matter, because I'm going to the airport in the morning, I put the card in the thing, and the whole fucking room lights up. Um, but it was just so much fun. We were we were um, drinking. We were. They had this sick. Bill's brother was out there because he's an alumni, and they go and they tailgate. And he had this sick um, beanbag toss, like cornhole, whatever. And me and Al were partners, and we took it way too fucking seriously. Like we won, and Al was just and, and like we were just like we have to win, and it was so much fun. But like you know. I always make fun of those guys that take those backyard games seriously, and I'm easily one of them. Like, it almost makes or breaks my party. Like, I'm like, who's got next? Who wants the title? 
You know, who wants a shot at the title? <laughs> well, bring Can Jam out then. Bring it out. You know, all that shit. And uh, it's just so ridiculous. It's, it's, uh, it's a game of drunk assholes who are eating burgers, drinking beer, drinking whiskey. And um, there was only one cigar that Bill's older brother Bob had. And he goes, I only got one for me. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to give it to you because I know how much you like it. Everybody thought, he's like, and this is, you better make note of this. He says, this doesn't happen a lot, all right? I don't do shit. And they're like, oh, and he gave it to me. So shout out to to uh, Bob. But we had such an amazing time out there. And then you go in, and I have to tell you guys, man, they have a promo video. They have a promo video. And it is insane. It's James Earl Jones. And I am going to play this for you guys. And I'm sorry if you like Ohio State, if you're from there. I'm not trying to be a dick. Honestly, I don't like, I'm not a Michigan or Ohio fan. I have no, you know, it's just the game we picked. I have no, you know, dog in the fight or whatever the fucking saying is. But this was on the giant screen before the game. And me, Bill, and Bartnick were looking at each other, ready to put on a uniform and play for this university. It was the sickest shit Ever. You guys have to hear this, okay? It's, it is nuts. This is James Earl Jones. And now it's not going to do it any justice because you see pictures of, of like astronauts and you see Derek Jeter and you see Michael Phelps and you see even Adam Schefter at ESPN and you see um, Tom Brady and you see all these uh, President Ford, all of these people that went to Michigan come on this and you see highlights of football and you see the beautiful university and it's over James Earl Jones's voice. So you see all this, but his words just go make you go nuts. So check this out. Here it is right now. This was playing on the big screen at the game before the game. Now they're just showing Michigan downtown and the school. This is the University of Michigan. Now just scenes of the stadium. Where we respect integrity and honor excellence. and an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. The old season is over. It's going to be missing. We are the best university in the world. Dude, I just got... Students and athletes and professors achieving at the highest level. This is our legacy. Gilda Radner. Championship. 
That just gave me the chills again. Now imagine that with 111,000 people in a stadium watching it, okay, and then losing their fucking minds. It was, I mean, I was ready to run through a wall and to have James Earl Jones, who I believe was in the 50s, graduated there or whatever, went there. Um, I believe, um, yeah, Gilda Radner, like all these amazing people, and they showed astronauts and rockets going off and into space and president speeches and all kinds of stuff. So just such an insane experience, and uh, it was just great. So I'm going to leave the show with that. Um, please, oh, sorry, guys, send in your unacceptables. I will read them next week. I'm sorry. Uh, do that. Um, guys, I will be at the Comedy Cove in New Jersey. Springfield, New Jersey, this Friday the 19th and Saturday the 20th. Springfield, New Jersey, this weekend. Great, great room upstairs at Scotty's Steakhouse. It's a great comedy club. I had a great time there last time, so please check that out. I will be with Bill Burr at Madison Square Garden um, November 7th. Be there for him the way I was at the Boston Garden. Um, there to open and support uh, him. Joe Bartnick will be there. It's going to be a great time. Please check those out and come to those shows but uh, check me out this weekend. I will be at the Tempe, Arizona Improv uh, the 25th of October. All the dates are on paulverzi.com. Thank you guys so much. I will get into your unacceptables and all that stuff next week. More Patreons coming out. Um, thank you guys so much. Until next week, uh, I am out of here. I got to go get my kids off the bus right now. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed. And uh, I hope that that woman didn't do that to her husband. Take care. <laughs>